Hello, my friends. Welcome to Late Ludial. This is where we get real with each other. <laughs> because by Late Ludial, I mean the few, the couple days before my menstrual phase. And this tends to be where personally I experience PMS the most. And we're here. We're here. We're getting through it. We're surviving. I do have another child home with me today. I have my youngest home with me today. He is not well enough to go to daycare. And so he's watching a show while I record this. And I need to talk to you. I need this for my own personal therapy because it is late luteal. I want to be real and honest with you guys about what, you know, those few days before our menstrual phase could look like, you know, and oftentimes I would take so seriously the mood, the energy, the emotion of this phase and then think that there was just something really, really wrong or taking it way more out of context than what it really is. Because when I look back at the last like 28-ish days, they've been really good. But this kind of like gray cloud that is around me right now in late luteal phase tends to make my brain think like, oh, well, that's not working out. That's not going very well. Oh yeah, and there's this thing and that thing and the other thing. And just little things tend to bug me, which leads me to this. Do you hear that? That is, I'll tell you what this is not. This is not a ho-ho peppermint mocha from Caribou Coffee, which is my favorite all-time drink of choice if I am going, I don't go get fancy coftins like coffees that often, but I love Caribou Coffee's Ho-Ho Peppermint Mocha. I like it hot. I like it iced. And I went there today because I knew my youngest would be home with me. We dropped off my oldest and I was like, we'll take a little detour, go a little bit out of our way to get me a Ho-Ho Peppermint Mocha. I pull up, I wait in line, I pull up to the thing. They don't have their mint anything. And I'm like, of course, of course. So I got a turtle mocha, which is good, but it's like, meh, I could make, I'd be just fine with making something at home. I want to try the Starbucks almond milk. What is that sugar cookie that people are raving about? But I think Starbucks is trash. I'm going to say it. That's how I feel in late luteal. <laughs> I'm very vocal, I'm very opinionated, I'm very blunt. And so I do want to try it though. And I was like, well, first I'm going to have my ho-ho peppermint mocha and then I'm going to try the sugar cookie to see which one I like better. But I can't. I can't because they were out and they said it was going to come later today. And I was like, well, that does not help me because my nearest caribou coffee to me is like 25 minutes. So thank you, no thank you, goodbye. And that is late luteal phase. <laughs> I was just like driving home and I'm like, this is not a big deal. This is not a big deal. But in really, I was like, of course this would happen to me and <laughs> making it a super big deal. And that is late luteal phase. So I'm going to roll in and talk about a day in my life late luteal. Here is my three-year-old. Can you say hi to everybody? No, I'm working. Mama, are you done? Do you need my help? No, I, I know I want you back. Oh, he needs help with a show. We, we will roll into this episode and while I go help him. 
Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. All right, here we go. Late luteal phase, a few days before my cycle. Let's review. So during late luteal phase, your hormones like estrogen are at are lowering. They're not at their lowest quite yet, but they're low. And progesterone is peaking and gets to its highest level and until menstrual phase. And then menstrual phase is when progesterone drops down. Okay. So I really do think overall my late luteal phase was really good. Like it wasn't as bad as when I was really struggling with PMDD. And I do think that's because I was very consistent with taking my baseline plus and Ovamoon supplement. So yes, I'm really condensing late luteal to be (laughs) the few days before my cycle because I want to be real with you guys. That's why I made an early luteal phase day in the life and now here in the late. And I'm going to talk about baseline and ovamoon and some of my favorite supplements at the end, but I'm going to roll into this very much like I did with the last ones, talking about my schedule first and then what I did in those time frames that were supportive of what phase I'm in in my cycle, which is late luteal. I've made that very clear, haven't I? So we're going to roll like that. And I decided to do this one's on a weekend. You guys have really kind of gotten to know what my structure and routine is like during the weekday. So I wanted to include what it was like on the weekend. Okay. So I'm going to go into the schedule and going to just say, hallelujah, my kids are kind of sleeping in. Like they're kind of staying in their beds until 6, 6.30. My oldest was even slept in until 6.45 today. I was really quite shocked. I don't know what, it's probably a fluke, but I'm rolling with it. So I'm just chunking it together that from 6 in the morning to 10 in the morning, we really just kind of relaxed, had breakfast, had the TV on, we were watching movies. And while that was happening, my youngest wasn't feeling his best. So he was laying in bed and laying next to me and I grabbed my laptop and I got some work done. Now I typically don't do this on the weekends and I'll explain why I did this uh, in the second segment of this all. Then at 10 o'clock, my oldest was bouncing off the walls. You could tell he was just ready to get out of the house. He was feeling much better because remember he was the one that was sick of a handful of days ago so at this time it would have been five days prior to when I'm recording this and he was just bouncing off the wall and I was like Bryce do you want to go to Sunday school and he was thrilled he loves Sunday school he loves church and I was like Lord I need Jesus like I need Jesus during late luteal phase so I brought him to Sunday school there's a church service that goes on during Sunday school and I made sure to stay safe I was sitting in my own 
um, row. There wasn't really anybody else around me in case I was carrying some of the little sickness germs that my kids have, but it doesn't really seem to be contagious other than the kids because I have been um, coughed in my face. They have sneezed all over me and I haven't caught it. So there is that. Anywho, we went to church and Sunday school, 1030 to 1130. And I just said around noon to three was relax TV time. Once again, had lunch, had the TV on, and we just chilled out. Then around three o'clock, and I was so tired. Between noon and three, there were times I was laying on the couch and the kids were playing with toys or, you know, we do have our TV on quite a bit. But my kids tend to like watch it for a little bit and then play and watch it for a little bit and play. And like I talk about in many of my cycle syncing uh, episodes is this isn't true all the time. Like, yes, in this day, we probably watched way more movies than we typically do. But that is not typical for us. It's not every day. It's not every weekend. It's just I was so tired from having taking care taking care of sick kids not getting good night of sleep um and and just all of that you know and sometimes you just give yourself grace and i'm not going to say that i'm not going to apologize for it if you think my kids it's not good for us to have the tv on all the time you do you and that's okay but i do me and that is fine too all right And at around three o'clock, I really noticed myself start to get emotionally agitated. I was so frustrated. I was over the whining. I was over like doing everything for the kids. I was over my husband trying to do things with the kids and then them butting heads. And I was just like over it. And so I knew I needed to leave. I knew I needed to get out of the house. So I got out of the house. And I went and got some me time because I was going nuts and I got out of the house and I put the timestamp of that from 3 to 4.30. Then when I got home, we had dinner time. After dinner, I actually was feeling refreshed and I wanted to get outside myself. It was actually a beautiful evening that was starting to get dark. We had fresh snow. It snowed the first snow the last couple days and it was beautiful and had powder that is my dog this is going to be the world's most imperfect episode cash it's just the guard he hears the garbage man and he's going to lose his mind um and so we have a our driveway is a hill it's a pretty steep driveway and so bryce and i went sledding and him and i just spent time together outside and i loved it it was seriously my highlight of the day was sledding with him And then from six to seven, we started bedtime because the kids were just so tired and so cranky. And we were like, let's start bedtime early. So the kids got baths and in their pajamas and got some one-on-one time with my husband and I because we started doing baths separately instead of bathing them at both at the same time, which was causing tidal waves of mess in my bathroom. And it's just kind of created this like precious one-on-one time while one is taking a bath, the other one kind of gets the attention of playtime and then they swap and it's it's actually working out really well, but we did bedtime from then to then. But my kids were bears for bedtime, both Bryce because he was overtired, Jace because he wasn't feeling the greatest. And you guys, 
course the garbage people have to come when I have this tiny pocket of time to record this. Dude, the struggle is real. Like the struggle of late luteal phase is just real sometimes. And being an entrepreneur working from home with kids, like this is just can be a lot sometimes. I know so many entrepreneurs make this seem so glamorous and and I'm just not here for that. Like it's hard some days. And I'll talk about that kind of when I go back to what I was working on. But it was hard getting the boys down. So I kind of time stamped that until eight. And then eight, eight o'clock, I just was like, I need to shower. I, I felt so grubby and so yucky that I took a shower and put and did my skincare. And I laid down to read my book for a little bit. And then my husband was like, oh, Yellowstone is on. <laughs> you guys, a funny story. So Sean was like, oh, Yellowstone is on tonight, Sunday night. And I purchased it through Amazon. I didn't get it through the Paramount app because my husband's a tightwad. And yes, husband, if you're listening to this, you know this to be true. And since I'm in late luteal phase, I'm a little sassy about this. But I was like, he's not going to want me to get this through Paramount. He's going to say, like, isn't it just cheaper to get it by the season on Amazon? So that's what I did, because that's what we did with all the other seasons of Yellowstone. Well, apparently, when it airs on Paramount, it doesn't just go right into the Amazon app. So we waited at like 8 o'clock. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was 8. Maybe I'm off in my time stamping of things. No, it was about 8.30. And we were like, oh, it should be in there. And then we were like, oh, maybe it co- it goes in at nine. And so we waited till like nine and it just wasn't popping up. And we were trying to Google and figure out. And then he's like, well, I guess we should have gotten the Paramount app, huh? And I gave him the death glare, the death glare. <laughs> I was so cranky. And you guys, even when I was, I'll get back to this, but even when I was taking a shower, I just wanted to start a argument. Like I was in an argumentative state. I was ready to just unleash and unpack a lot of anger. And I've come, and I used to do that. I used to act upon it. And then I would feel guilty every single time. Cause once I could see things more clearly, it's like, yeah, maybe there was an underlying issue, but you didn't have to go at it with like that aggression and that anger and that frustration, Joel. Like, come on, be an adult. But I was real cranky. And then at about nine, I was fed up with looking and that was when Jay started stirring and he was crying and he wasn't, I don't know if he wasn't feeling good, but he'd be sleeping and then he'd just wake up crying and wake up ticked. And then eventually he said, I want to go lay in the chair, which I knew he meant was the recliner downstairs. So I laid him down in the recliner. I reclined the foot part out and he dozed off and I was like, I'm just going to sleep on the couch. So that is what I did, and I got a terrible night of sleep. That is the timestamp schedule of the day. That was the timestamp outline of the day. And now really talking about the what. So I did not work out on this day because I knew I was sleep deprived. And whether like I have sick kiddos or not, sleep deprivation or having a harder time sleeping or not having as sound of a night's sleep is very common in luteal phase. And this is where so many ladies tend to push through, push through, push through. And our cortisol levels are also higher in late luteal phase. So if you are putting lack of sleep, stress, and elevated cortisol all on top of each other, guess what the outcome is? Weight gaining or fat storage. <laughs> this is why I 
have learned that cycle syncing is about working with my body towards my goals instead of fighting against it. Because yeah, balancing our hormones and making sure our hormone levels are in check and we're not overstressing our bodies or pushing ourselves too hard is going to help us maintain a healthy weight with less effort. You guys know in follicular ovulation and luteal phase, I was killing it with my workouts. I got the activity in there. Today was not the day. It wasn't the day to work out just because the calendar told me to. It wasn't because I had those uh, beliefs of what society says of no excuses, this and that. I now have a deeper understanding of my body and I know that would have actually worked against me if I would have uh, pushed through. Now, I did get activity because walking up the hill with Bryce and going down and sledding and I did a little bit of shoveling, not a whole lot, but I just did. I did get about a good 30 minutes of movement in. That movement wasn't is more neat movement. We've talked about neat movement before, and that is super supportive during late luteal phase. Food, I wasn't perfect on this day. I woke up and we had some extra bacon left over and I made this like egg hash brown bacon um, breakfast bowl and it was absolutely delicious. I loved it. So, so good. Food or lunch. See, words. Words are hard when you're tired and in late luteal. I had soup, leftover chicken soup that I made. And then for dinner, we had cheeseburger bowls because I wanted a cheeseburger and french fries. So all the cheeseburger bowl is, is I made some french fries, ground or did ground up hamburger and seasoned it very much like you would a cheeseburger of some sort, and then put it all in a bowl with lettuce and pickles. And it was delicious. It was 10 out of 10, one of my favorite comfort food dinners. And I also had a Twix bar because I needed me some chocolate. I didn't have my shake on this day. And I can definitely say like, looking back, it's like, oh, I probably would have had more energy. I probably would have felt better if I would have had my shake. So this is just another time where I bring awareness of like, hmm, isn't that interesting that I didn't have what I always have that makes me feel good and I wasn't feeling very good work. So I did talk about how I worked on Sunday. And since this is airing after the fact, I feel like I can speak on this. So the end of last week, I had one sick kiddo home with me. Then through the weekend, I realized, hmm, I'm probably going to have the other kiddo sick at home with me this week trying to get work done. This is also a week where I scheduled a really fun and exciting event with my team. And I'm like, of course. And on top of it, my husband is traveling for work this week. He doesn't travel for work often, but it is something like an every other month or every month type of thing where he's gone for a short bout, a few nights, and this happens to align. And I was like, of course, of course. And so I had so much stress spinning in my head of like, this group is on Tuesday, but I do prep work on Monday. I do stuff for Tuesday. And then there's also things that I want to prep for Wednesday. And I want to be present and in the group. So I decided to take 
what I knew I was going to post and it's going to be scheduled in. So I don't have to be like, oh my gosh, it's six in the morning. I had to make sure to put that post in there or this post in there or remind them of this or remind them of that or let them know this is how you enter the giveaway. So I did a lot of that behind the scenes stuff to alleviate some of the spin around that my head was having going into the week knowing I'm probably going to have a sick kiddo. I'm probably going to be doing this all on my own because my husband is gone and traveling for work and I'm tired. And I'm also going to be heading into menstrual phase in the next few days. And whoa, I'm really, I was really just kind of overwhelmed by it, but I'm also leaving it proud because in the last four years, I've had a really hard time balancing motherhood and work. And I've had this thought of like, if something comes up in motherhood, I'm going to I'm going to make my family a priority and cancel what I had planned. But now I really do want to blend the two together and be like I can do both. And I do feel like this came to me as a challenge because typically I would have been like forget it. I'm not going to do this. You know, this group is absolutely free. We are going to be sharing about the different things and the different packages and prices, but the overall arching theme of the group is a fun, supportive, positive community leaving it leading into the holidays. And it's absolutely free. It's not going to bring a monetary outcome. And that's something where I'd typically be like, oh, that can be something we reschedule or I cancel because my family matters more. But I really do have a strong mission in this. And I really do want this to be fun and something for me and something for you guys. I know the group has passed, but I will leave the link to the group. You can go and check out the information and the recordings. It'll all be in there. The excuse me, the giveaways won't be anymore, but you can still hop in and check it out if you want to. So no, I often have like, I don't work on the weekends, but I really wanted to for peace of mind. And the kids were sitting watching TV anyway, so I popped open my laptop and I really have kept work and kids separate, you know, working when they slept or working when they were in the care of other. But even today, you guys can hear on the podcast episode, I'm starting to want them to see mom work. Like mom in this season of our life, and I don't say this to degrade my husband at all, but in the last 10 years, I've been the breadwinner and I absolutely am proud of that. And, but also my business has been treated like the one thing that's optional. And It is. I get to choose my hours. I get to choose how I show up. I haven't been adding as many people to my team. I still add customers. You guys are amazing. And I still support people in my bod bod squad and do fun events like this. But it's just not to the capacity of what I was doing before kids. And that's okay. But I need to be proud of the business as what it is and see it as a blessing God gave me. And if God didn't want me to work both of these, they wouldn't. St- they wouldn't be. It wouldn't be standing the way it is while in the midst of motherhood. And so I'm really learning about instead of thinking it's balance or choice or give and take, I'm seeing my life as a blender. I heard somebody else explain this recently of like my life and my work and my kids and my relationships. 
they're all ingredients that I get to put into the blender and it, they all go together. And I want the kids to start seeing that. You know, when Bryce was at home sick, he saw me and heard me work like I'm podcasting right now. And Jace is only three. So yeah, he's going to come interrupt me more as I'm talking. But it's okay, you know, and I'm learning, I'm growing in that. And it's hard. It's hard some days. I'll be honest about it. But um, our lives are blenders and we get to choose the ingredients that are in there. And my business has hung around through a lot the last four years. You know, I spent about four, four and a half years really building it and it's sustained in a beautiful way the last four and a half years. And it's still here. So I do believe when I at like when I see it, I'm like, well, I want to honor it and I want to show up and I want to give to it instead of just like cancel because something came up with the kids, right? So there's that kind of a rant rant and rant about that. Um, I talked about we already had lots of TV, lots of Paw Patrol the movie <laughs> to lay low. Kids are also into Jake and the Neverland Pirates, and I really kind of love it. I think they're super cute shows. Um, when I went on my me time, all I did was I went on a drive, I put gas in my car, I listened to music, and I was going to drop, this is another late luteal phase, I was going to drop off, I decluttered a ton last week, totally a luteal phase thing, but I decluttered a lot, and so I have a bunch of stuff sitting in the back of my car, and I was going to go drop it off, and then of course, I was like, oh yeah, they don't accept donations on Sundays. Of course. And so I drove all the way there and then I ended up running an errand, but I didn't get a whole lot of stuff because I just didn't feel like being in a store or being around people. I was like, oh, spending money again. We have plenty of groceries at home, blah, 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 blah. I had a lot of negative self-talk. And so that leads me back to like when I needed a shower because I was super cranky. And why was I cranky? There's a lot of things. And as I was in the shower, I really like tried to pray, but I had a lot of anger going through me and I wanted to get out of the shower and just take it out on somebody, which would be my husband, (laughs) but I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't, but I was cranky about lack of sleep, feeling drained and depleted, feeling overwhelmed about my work schedule and all the things that I had planned. And then my husband being gone and I felt frustrated and I felt run down and I knew that it wasn't going to be a good night of sleep again. So anticipating that and I was just angry about a lot of things and boy, did I want to start start a fight. But instead of starting a fight, I took note of like, what's some of the underlying frustrations? And maybe some of them I will bring up after menstrual phase and into follicular and ovulation phase or another time. Like, I just don't think it's healthy for me to express what I'm feeling when I have so much heat and anger behind them. I just I just don't. I think one because of patterns I saw as a child, I don't want that to come and and filter my relationship with my husband. I don't want it to be the way I communicate to the people I love. It used to be, it's a big pattern that I had to break, especially to the people that I love, was to not like just lash out in anger and instead come at it with clarity and say, this is what I need and this is how it's going to be. Like, I'm still very firm and bold. Like, I am a firm, bold, strong 
independent woman. I'm not afraid to say I need help and I have needs and I want your help more. And sometimes it gets received and sometimes it doesn't, but I speak my truth, but I'm not going to speak it in anger anymore. So that is late luteal phase. It's sometimes not cute. And I question everything like, should I be doing this? What's the outcome? What's all I notice all the things that are going wrong instead of what's going right sometimes. But I do know to give myself grace, make my to do like for today, I'm not having much of a to do list. Um, I'm not having much of a to do list. I'm going to do important things that are aligned with like that group I talked about. And I needed to record this episode in late luteal phase for the day in the life series because I wanted it to be a real, raw, authentic chat. And I'm going to record it and I'm going to leave it raw and unedited and imperfect and it's going to be a-okay. It's going to be just fine and I'm going to count my wins and count all the things I can do and I'm going to try to utilize my time the best that I can. I may get a lot of work done. If Jace takes a nap, he may not nap, but I'm just really kind of going with the flow and I'll, I'll get through the week. I will get through the week with a lot on my plate with some kiddos that aren't feeling the best, um, me feeling tired, me going through late luteal and menstrual phase, and my husband being gone, like, that's a lot on my plate. Mommy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. And with that comes Mommy. my exit. Come here. Yeah. What do you want? He's saying, can you get out? You can't probably hear him. Mommy. Yeah. Mommy. Yes. Yes, I can. Can you say goodbye to everybody? Okay. Say bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Say have a good day. Have a good day. Say thanks for listening. They're listening to Mommy on the podcast. Do you like my headphones? Oh, now my headphones are coming off. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day, and I will make it through the week. So will you. And I'll talk to you next time. Hold up, my friend. Wait a minute. Do you wish there was a way to stop the weight loss struggle? Let's end the misery of cutting calories and increasing cardio as our only approach to achieving our goals. And I know what it feels like to be constantly obsessing over my body, working out harder, eating less while not seeing results and actually seeing things go completely backwards. Imagine if you knew how to work with your body, what would it be like to deeply know and understand what your body is going through and give it exactly what it needs to look and feel your very best. This is exactly why I created the Feminine Fitness Foundations course, where I teach you how to sync your fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle with your cycle while increasing your metabolism. You will walk away with understanding each phase of your cycle, what is supportive for each phase, And I know that most plans have you focus on what to cut out, stop doing, or eliminate. But my approach is teaching you to focus on what is supportive for your body and what to do to enhance your everyday life, not deprive you from it. For a limited time, the Feminine Fitness Foundations is available as a self-paced beginner's course. If you get started right now, you will get access to the course and bonus materials like my cycle syncing cheat sheet, meal plan, food list, and four-week strength training program. You guys, go to tinyurl.com forward slash feminine foundations and enroll right now. Like go right now, sister, because I cannot wait to help you realize your hormones are your superpower, 
not the curse of Aunt Flo, and how to use cycle syncing strategy to work with your body instead of against it. So the link again is tinyurl.com forward slash feminine fitness, or you can check out the link in the show notes of this episode, or it's always in my Instagram bio as well.